This is my radio voice. It really works. Yeah, it does. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Radio Fear. I'm your host, Brandon, and here's J -J -J Justin. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to Radio Fear and week two of Camp Macabre. Hello, everybody. <laughs> oh, I was feeling like a hell yeah or something. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, I'm Brandon, and uh, with me, as always, is co-host Justin. Hello, everybody. Bussin' Justin. <laughs> Bustin' Nut Justin. Bustin' a Nut Justin. Bustin'. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, we're excited for week two because today we're talking about a movie we love. Sleepaway Camp. Yeah, we've seen this movie a few times now. This, uh, How many times was this for you watching it? It's about maybe my fifth time watching this movie. I think it's about the same for me. Five five or six. Yeah, uh, we love this movie. We're big fans of Sleepaway Camp, so we were super, super, super excited for this week. It's a cult classic film. Yeah. Uh, not like that last movie. <laughs> yeah. It was no, that's still a cult classic. Was that like Mad Girls or something? Something like that. Yeah, um, so welcome back to camp. Gather around the campfire and get ready for us to get into this shit. Y'all have done a good job so far. No dead bodies in sight. Except for... Fucking Cody. All the others. <laughs> anyway, uh, what have you been up to horror-wise lately, Justin? Honestly, uh, not much. I just came back from vacation. That's so. true, yeah. You mysteriously disappeared off the face of the earth one day. Yeah, one day and I was in North Carolina, the other I was in Florida. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? And it, it just, Justin just disappears one day. I call him, like, are you alive? And he's like, yeah, I'm in Florida. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? I like to travel. Yeah. And then he gets back, and I'm like, oh, no, it's fucking fine, man. You know, I haven't had a vacation in ten years, and you have two in one week. Sure, go ahead. It's all right. You'll have your day. Uh, not anytime soon, by my record. <laughs> Rec what we've been up to recently, horror-wise, uh, we, we just watched House today. Yeah, and I still don't know what the fuck. The, the classic Japanese film, House. <laughs> not, not the TV show. I like the TV show. You don't like it. No. I don't like daytime medical procedure dramas. Uh, House was a very much what the fuck movie. Yes. Uh, I haven't... That was It was my first time watching it today, and uh, I've heard about it since I was like 15, and I've always wanted to watch it, and I finally got to today with Justin. Yeah, and I really... The only opinion I can have of the movie is, what the fuck? 
I liked it. The whole movie seems like just one big ass dream sequence. It's a trip. <laughs> it it's, is a trip. It's a fucking trip. Other than that, what have I been up to horror wise? I rewatched They Live, and uh, still a great movie. It's on Shutter now. A bunch of Carpenter's movies uh, just came to Shutter, including Escape from New York, as well. Kurt Russell. Yeah. Snake Plissken. Snake Plissken. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm probably going to rewatch Escape from New York here soon. I know they're bringing out a lot more movies on Shudder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, it's just that that time, right? Yep. Uh, Fourth of July is over with. Now we're just all ramping up for Halloween. Yeah. Be here before we know it. It's only like, what, three months away? Yep. Uh, so we're, we're about to hit peak season for shows like ours, and we're really excited. Excited about that, and I'm ready for the weather to already start cooling the fuck down. Oh, God, yes. It's been a horror movie outside with the heat. <laughs> Unlike Mad Man, it's been a really hot summer. Here. Yeah. Uh, it's starting to feel like the hot tub, but without the water and or the, spin. the spinning. <laughs> and the awkwardness. But, yeah, just, you know, grab you some fucking marshmallows. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Put a big-ass wiener on a stick. I don't care. <laughs> Just sit with us. I think uh, they're about to have our uh, our news announcements for the for the evening. And now for your Camp Macabre nightly news announcements. Starting on our camp announcements, Stranger Things is going to be coming back to Dead by Daylight. And Stranger Things Season 4 Part 2 has released. Sounds great. I haven't seen Season 4. I actually need to get start watching Stranger Things because... You haven't seen any. No. You, uh, well, I think you said you watched the first episode. Watched the first episode and I gotta start binge watching it. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched season three or four yet and I know like everybody's talking about Stranger Things season four right now. It's just uh, after season two, I kind of felt like, well, that's good. Didn't have to make any more? Yeah, like... And I, I still kind of feel that way. Like, after season two, it was like, eh. Any, anything else kind of seems like excess for for that kind of story. They're just milking it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It just kind of, like, season two seemed like a really good wrap-up for it. And then everything after that, I'm like, I don't know if I want that to continue. It left, like, pretty good off at season two. But uh, everybody's talking about season four is just fucking amazing, so. Yeah. Uh, seen screenshots of Michael Myers sighting on season four. I didn't know that. Yeah, him peeking out of a fucking... I don't know if it's actually him or if it's somebody wearing a mask. Well, spoilers. Oh, well. Oh, well. (laughs) I don't even fucking know. I know Robert England's in season four, so that's cool. Ooh. Yeah, he's like a teacher or something. Ah, like in Urban Legends, which we'll cover one day. (laughs) If we have to. Yes, we do. Just like we'll have to cover Stay Alive. I don't think we ever have to cover Stay Alive. Why? I don't... I think, like... Dead Meat already covered it. So we're good. We don't have to do it. Well, we're gonna cover stuff that Dead Meat's done. Oh, yeah. We're we're gonna, you know, cover stuff other people have done. Of course, we've been doing that the whole fucking time. You can't not cover stuff. I know. That would be impossible. We wouldn't have a show if we just 
tried to cover stuff nobody else has done yet. But but based on what we cover, it's the perfect medium. It talk, talks about horror movies. It's a horror movie, and it deals with horror video games. I don't like that movie. So what? <laughs> well, okay then. <laughs> There's going to be movies we're going to cover that we're not going to both agree on and like. Like Rosemary's Baby, for instance. That was a great movie. Meh. I mean, it was okay. It was. It's one of the most historically important horror movies to ever exist. Okay. <laughs> All right. Join us next week for Stay Alive. <laughs> I'm fucking kidding. Next week we're doing Final Girls. Stranger Things is coming to Dead by Daylight. Yes. It's coming back. Uh, they said it's going to be out probably around December. So they said we're getting we're getting new Stranger Things stuff. I think they're going to bring back the original stuff for people to buy again and they're going to add like probably another killer uh-huh. for Stranger Things. Maybe add a few more survivors. I don't know. Well, but they are, they've reached another agreement so they're going to well, well, good. re-release it out again. Maybe I'll actually get the Stranger Things stuff this time. Bring back the map that's lost. That was the biggest thing missing was the map. It was a pretty good map. Well, yeah, because if you already bought the Stranger Things stuff, you get to keep it. It's just the map was gone. And, I mean, some people hated the map. I liked the map. It, it was a pretty good map. It was cool. It was chaotic as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, while we're while we're on video game type of news, Castle Kandar from Army of Darkness is coming to Evil Dead the game on the 13th. If I time the upload date for this right, that's the day this comes out. And he'll probably be playing it. I'll probably... If you're listening to this as it comes out, I'm probably playing it right now. Can't wait to see how that map looks. It's probably... Saber has shared a few screenshots, a few new screenshots now. It looks pretty good. I'm excited. It's going to be just the castle that's like in the center and probably all the other... I think the castle is just like one feature of this map, you know. They're, They're big maps in this game, so... Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't think the castle would be that damn huge. Yeah. Uh, You'd get lost in that bitch if that was that big. <laughs> oh, yeah. They should do something like that, though. An all-indoor giant fucking map one day. Jesus. That'd be pretty cool. I'd get lost. The Shining House? <laughs> Shit. Uh, but, yeah, that that's pretty cool. That's coming out probably the day of this. So, awesome. In some unfortunate news. We got a few remakes coming out right Salem's Lot is getting a remake and Train to Busan is getting an Americanized remake it's gonna be called The Last Train to New York which you need you need to see Train to Busan you're gonna I guarantee you're gonna love Train to Busan you need to see it before the American version comes out yeah Last Train to New York is gonna be coming out April of 2023 which is funny because that's also the date that the Salem's Lot remake got pushed back to was April of 2023. So, I'm excited for the Salem's Lot remake. I'm curious to see what they do with that. Um, I loved the Salem's Lot miniseries movie thing uh, that was done before. One of the creepiest vampire kids I've ever fucking seen. Nice. It was, it was the window scene in Salem's Lot. So I'm looking forward to that. Train, last train to New York, not so much. I'm a big fan of Train to Busan. I'm going to check it out and form an actual opinion afterwards. But uh, I, 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 I love the original Train to Busan. One of the, it, it came out 
while I was still in my zombie burnout, and I still fucking loved that movie. It was just that good. Like, it's a zombie movie, and I'm like, oh god, a zombie movie. Okay, I'll go to watch everybody's talking about it. I watched it, I'm like, that was fucking amazing. And it's emotional as hell. And I just, I hope this remake doesn't sully all that. And another announcement. Poster came out for Orphan First Kill. Uh, I've seen the first Orphan movie. I liked it. It was yeah. a pretty good twist. They're, they're having the same actress come back as the Orphan. Yes. Which is weird, because she has aged considerably. I mean, maybe with makeup and stuff, she'll still look young. Yeah. It's been requi- It's been acquired by release by Paramount, so it's going to be a Paramount movie. Okay. Um... It's going to be rated R, of course. They haven't confirmed a release date yet, but when it comes out, I'll definitely watch it because mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. So. Oh, yeah. Orphan's, Orphan's good and really fucked up. Oh, it's really fucked <laughs> up. Really fucked up. Especially the ending part. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Next up on our announcements, uh, we literally just watched the fucking trailer for Day Shift with Jamie Foxx and Snoop Dogg, and that shit looks good as hell. <laughs> Looks really good. Produced by the same guy who did John Wick. Yep. So. Oh, dude, I'm fucking, I'm hyped for this. August 12th, this movie comes out. Jamie Foxx and Snoop Dogg are vampire hunters for, for money. Like, that's just their day job. And they kick some ass. Snoop Dogg just comes in with his mini gun and just lays scunion to a mall full of vampires. It, oh my God. I'm excited for this movie. Justin, what'd you think? Oh, hell yeah. I'm excited as hell to see this movie. <laughs> Jamie Foxx just kicking ass, using like a, a, a razor wire to decapitate a, a It's got your favorite vampire. thing, decapitation. Yeah. It. it looks like there's going to be more than one decapitation. There was more than one decapitation in the trailer. Yeah. I'm so down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Look forward to that day shift. The new trailer is out now. Uh, you could watch it on Netflix August 12th be looking forward to that i know i am and that concludes our announcements now on to our main topic when i look into your eyes it comes as no surprise you're slipping away aj your love of my life it's so cold at night Sleepaway Camp, a film released in 1983 on a $350,000 budget featuring horror star and community sweetheart Felissa Rose as the reserved and shy Angela Baker. Victim to a traumatic childhood boating accident killing her father and sibling, leaving her scarred and orphaned, forced to move in with her loony as fuck Aunt Martha and becoming like a sister to her cousin Ricky, played by Jonathan Tiersten who was given the role after a strange audition where Robert Hiltzik asked the boy to cuss him out. Robert Hiltzik, of course, being the writer and director of this film. And funny thing about young Jonathan and Felissa, despite playing as relatives on camera, off camera there was apparently a relationship brewing, though of course short-lived, young love and all that. But anyway, Angela and Ricky head to camp one summer 
where Angela's traumatic past catches up to her and everything repressed comes to the surface in a lethal way, mostly due to the bullying at the hands of Camper Judy and Counselor Meg, played by Karen Fields and Catherine Camille, respectively. Fucking Judy. Fucking Meg. (laughs) (laughs) The tension between Angela and Meg get heated and hits a burning point in the worst place possible for Meg. All the whole... (laughs) All the while, Ricky tried to play overprotective helicopter cousin over innocent Angela. Murder after murder, the head of Camp Arawak, Mel, begins to suspect that Ricky is the killer. Mel being played by Mike Kellen, unfortunately in his final role before his passing due to a battle with lung cancer three months before the film's release. But his character Mel was looking at the wrong kid because it was innocent Angela the whole time in one of the most famous or infamous twist endings in horror film history. Sleepaway Camp. Justin, what is your initial thoughts on Sleepaway Camp? One of my favorite slashers, to be completely honest. Wouldn't put it on the same level as Friday the 13th, but it's right up there. I adore this movie. It's a really good movie. I'd put this above uh, some of the Friday the 13th movies, not all of them. Nothing could ever top in camp slasher history the magnificence of jason goes to hell (laughs) kidding Uh, (laughs) i fucking hate that movie but yeah this this is a really good movie with a really good twist and a really good story to tell it's uh i think more well thought out than most camp slashers we see for example the one we reviewed last week madman where that one is so cut and dry this one is like a prime example of a being a kid in the 80s and B, a good story to tell while at camp. There's a lot of drama going on in this movie, constantly. If they took out all the murders, this would make like a really good like drama, romance drama film. Uh, it even has the soap opera twist at the end. <laughs> and that's yeah, and that's one of the strengths of this film is the story. Like I said, I've seen a lot of movies and horror movies in general wasn't really expecting a twist kind of like this oh yeah no should we just go ahead and get that one out of the way yeah let's go ahead and get it out of the way okay the the twist ending uh if for some reason you haven't seen this and you're listening to this the twist at the end is the fact that angela is not uh at the, okay angela's oh. not angela All right at the beginning uh as i talked about earlier there was a boating accident that left angela's sibling and her father killed in a boating accident. And it was a little boy and a little girl. And the whole time we were assuming Angela was the little girl and the little boy got killed in the boating accident. But actually what happened was the little girl was killed in the boating accident. The survivor was a little boy and that is Angela. When when he, and I say he because I'm referencing in the in the past tense version you know before everything happened and and they became angela when he was brought to his looney tunes fucking aunt and she was batshit crazy she had basically raised the boy as a girl yep and convinced the boy that he is now angela the his sister uh, and so he took on the identity of his dead sister, 
you could just going through this now you can tell where a lot of that trauma is coming from not just the boating accident but the upbringing too and uh that's a good point for this movie a lot of the lgbtq plus community herald this movie and some of them hate this movie uh all for the same reason uh the uh the trans representation a lot of people see it as a really negative trans representation but a lot of people kind of like say uh, we're taking this back this movie's ours sort of thing we're using it like as a staple of a, a good trans character in a movie uh angela is is trans she is uh she identifies as a woman throughout the movie um and it's discovered at the end after she killed the uh the boy that was crushing on her the whole movie and she was standing there naked that she was she had male genitalia some trivia on that the actor who portrayed that who was wearing a angela mask uh, he was never heard of again after this film yeah well you know in the spotlight yeah um i'm sure he went on to live a normal life and all that and another trivia for that apparently according to felissa rose in her interview with joe bob when they were covering sleepaway camp on the drive-in uh he had to get drunk to do this and he was crying the whole time because he didn't want to stand naked in front of people i don't blame him yeah apparently it was a really bad experience for him he never went into acting again though also, according to Felissa Rose, this guy wasn't even trying to be an actor. They just found him on the street, and they're like, he's about the right height. And they offered him to do this for a bit of money. Gave him like a couple hundred dollars. Hey, son, you want to get naked on camera for some cash? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd do it. How terrible. You'd do it, too. Nobody wants to see me naked. <laughs> how much, though? Yeah. Everybody's got a price. My price is a lot of people would pay me to put clothes on. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, um, back to back to the whole trans discussion. Um, I I kind of see this as uh, as an example of somebody not willing to be a trans person was forced into that role, and I know that's controversial. I understand this is a controversial subject, but it's. We've kind of seen it here and there now. Mostly it's been, like, not true. And a bunch of conservatives just saying this is an argument against people being trans. And I'm not on that side at all. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, but there have been accounts of parents or guardian figures forcing their children to be trans when that child doesn't... Understand. Well, they don't feel like they are trans. They feel like they are, you know, they're cisgender. They're, you know, they were born a boy and they feel like a boy. Or they were born female and they they feel female. It, it feels more like that to me in this situation with Angela. But also she, over time, has come to terms with it and has accepted that she is now a woman or a girl. Not a woman yet, but in the movie. But it made her crazy. Girl. It made her crazy in the process. Well, a lot of that has to do with the trauma surrounding her upbringing with her aunt and the boating accident. The point you just made, that is a lot of the, the, the way the trans community negatively sees this, is they feel like the movie depicts she's trans, so she's crazy. Ah. 
Yeah. So she's a psychopath killing people, and you know, a lot of people in the trans community do not like that, and 100% I understand that. Yeah, because there's people out there that says, oh, they're trans, they must have something wrong mentally. It's yeah. a mental disease. I'm not the one saying that. Yeah, yeah, we're not taking that stance. We're, we're trying to talk about the multiple different ways people have viewed this movie. Broad scope. Broad scope, yeah. This movie touches on that topic. And some people like it, some people don't. Regardless if people hated it or liked it, it was very well done. Oh, it's a, yeah, it's a good movie. The, the beginning of it where you see brief little flashbacks when she's having her little flashbacks while she's in the camp. Yeah. All the little subtle hints and the build-up to and the I, end of the she movie. She take showers with the other girls and all that. Yes, exactly. And uh, seeing brief glimpses of her dad and another man. Yeah. And you're, when you first see it, you're not understanding. But if you actually pay attention, it tells her whole backstory. Yeah. Uh, that surprises me that a lot of people don't, like, immediately catch that the father was gay. And they don't catch it until that scene where she's having the flashback at the end of the movie. And it shows her and her sister seeing her dad in bed with a man. As soon as the movie opened and it was them at the beach. Yeah. I already like knew like oh it's a gay couple with their with their kids, cool. The storytelling in this movie is very well done. Yes, especially for a horror movie, really well done. Yeah, how does it how does it compare to Madman? Uh, night and day. Night and day. <laughs> yeah. Madman. We're not shitting on Madman. I mean, Madman, as great of a movie as it is, it's very bare bones. It's like basic introduction into slasher horror yeah. sort of movie. Yeah, it is the... doesn't uh, really have many layers. It's just a straight... It's the basic cable plan. Yes. You get your essentials in there. You get your basic channel and local channels, and that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> but with uh, Sleepaway Camp, you get all sorts of stuff. And uh, a lot of good characters, a lot of good lines. My favorite line in the whole movie was Ricky's comeback, where somebody told him to eat shit and die, and he told him to eat shit and live. Perfect. I fucking love that. And the delivery of the line was perfect. Just yeah. Eat shit and live, Bill. <laughs> like, live with it in your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> Other good lines on there is, you're a carpenter's dream. You're flat as a board and in need of a screw. That's Judy, right? Judy. Yes. Judy, what a bitch. Actress did a well job, well done job. Oh, absolutely. Her. She, she made everybody hate her perfectly. Yep. Karen Fields did a great job playing mm -hmm. her. She was a bit older than everybody else in this. Yeah, everybody there was around... The like, age they were depicted as. Yeah. Which like, was another point I wanted to bring like, up. There was a few 17-year-olds. There was the 12, 13-year-olds. I think she was like in her 20s. No, I think I looked it up and did the math. She was about 18. Even though her death was off camera, she had the best kill. Oh. Oh, Yeah. The most terrible way to go. Justin, you want to you want to walk us through her death? Let's just say like this. She's upset. She didn't get the bone. Right, yeah. She's just sitting there, and she sees somebody open the door, and it's a dark silhouette. Wearing a jersey. Wearing a jersey. And she's like, oh, it's you. You don't see what happens, but it's heavily implied, and the actors and actresses have already confirmed this. She gets a hot curling iron and shoves it up her... Her hoo-ha. Honestly, it was a good thing they probably didn't show it because if they would have showed it, it would have been like fucked up pornography. <laughs> uh, what other what other deaths we got? We got the bees. Not the bees! Ah! Oh, my eyes! My eyes! Ah! 
<laughs> Wasn't a death, but the creep ass fucking cook. Oh, the pedophile cook. Yeah. The good, him getting sizzled. Good point. There's pedophiles in this movie. Yeah. I'm not saying the actors themselves were pedophiles. The characters themselves they were pedophiles. Yeah, they were portrayed as, as just straight up pedophiles. But that creepy ass conversation when they get to camp that they were having where that guy was all like, I'd like to get me some. I like to call them baldies. Ugh, that's, that's and the other cook was like, they're too young to know what you're thinking about yet. And he goes, there's no such thing as too young. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> And when he's in the closet, or the pantry closet with Angela. Oh, yeah, he was straight up about to just... Rape her. Yeah. Um, fucking awful. And, you know, Angela's kind of my hero in that sense. Honestly, I don't blame her for all this stuff. All, the people that she kills is what who did her wrong. Yeah, well, I mean, some of them she just killed for picking on her, which bullying sucks, absolutely. I'm not saying bullying doesn't deserve punishment, but maybe not death. Um, <laughs> but a pedophile, yes. A pedophile actively trying to have his way with you yeah I'll, if you kill them and and he didn't even die that's the thing he just gets burned which could take, be i guess could to be the hospital yeah which i guess could be a more painful death because it's like he's got all the because they explained like he had all these nerve damages and he ain't ever gonna have a live a, live a normal, normal life again yeah. so i guess that could be worse than death they were saying something like uh we don't have enough painkillers to stop what he's feeling right now or something like that yeah, he's going to live the rest of his life in constant agony and pain, yeah. which is what he deserves. Uh, you brought up a good point earlier. Most of the, the actors in this movie are accurately portraying characters of the actor's age. You know, we don't have 20-year-olds pretending to be 16. Mm-mm. Yeah. yeah, like we do in most slasher movies. <laughs> like Mad Men. Like Mad Men, yeah. Or they had a damn, well, she was like 20-fucking-five or some shit. Yeah. Uh, or in a lot of the Friday the Thirteenth, in Halloween, I mean, yeah, all sorts of slashers. They, the, we, we oftentimes see like twenty to thirty year olds playing teenagers, and it's kind of weird because then these teenagers get overly sexualized, which is really weird. You know, in hindsight, yeah, you don't have to have some fucking twenty four year old woman playing a damn sixteen year old who's got fucking double D's and her ass hanging out. Yeah, I mean, because in in a lot of these slasher movies, we sexualize characters that are supposed to be sixteen, but they're played by twenty six year olds. Yeah, that's not cool. Yeah, but luckily we don't have a lot of sexualization of of teenagers in in this movie. Good because they're actually teenagers playing them. Yeah. The only like thing mildly brought up in the sexual nature is that everybody wants to get with Judy because she's developed quicker. Yep, she's the uh, camp center of attention. Yes. She's using it to her advantage. That and and you know that's not even like we're not getting a lot of the male gaze of Judy a lot in this movie. Maybe a little bit of Meg because there was a shower scene with Meg. And I don't think you actually see any like actual nudity with Meg, no, even yeah. in the shower when she gets killed. Which I love that kill too. Yes, stabbed through the shower wall. That's pretty good. Kind of a throwback to Psycho, except for it being opened. Yeah, but it was a good kill. And then Mel finds Meg dead, and he's all like, "Ricky." <laughs> yeah, because him and her were having a little yeah affair going on, and she he's like, "What?" 60 or something in this movie and she's like 18 18 yeah yeah really gross yeah gross if anyone is like that gross that's gross don't do that yeah (laughs) 
if you're already above 20 and person that you're banging is not even born yet, don't do it. Yep. How, how well do you feel like this uh, depicts summer camp? Pretty well. Better than Madman. Better than Madman. <laughs> Madman looks like winter camp. If that was a thing. Even is that a thing? Is winter camp a thing? Winter camp? Uh, not that I've heard. I just said those words and then I was like, wait, does that exist? I think of like fall camp. I'm thinking of like football. Oh, yeah. Football camp. Yeah. We've been there. We have. <laughs> but no winter camp. Madman. I remember sorry. them summer camps we had. Yeah. yeah. It's not the summer camps we're talking about here. No. Yep. <laughs> it had a fucking uh, tube of something called fucking, uh, was it backdoor lube or some shit? Yep. Or it eases. It's like, it's for chafing. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. So no winter camp. While we're still kind of reminiscing and comparing to Madman a little bit, uh, let's talk about how stupid some of these campers are. Because <laughs> I have one thing that comes to mind specifically, and that's the uh, the guy who tipped over the boat. <laughs> uh, did First of all, okay, so he brings this girl out on a, on a canoe out on the lake and he tips it over like that was going to get him laid she clearly wasn't liking that and she swims away okay she swims the fuck away to the shore he watches her swim away and then he goes underwater and then comes up under the uh, capsized canoe so it's like just over him and he's he's inside the upside down canoe and he starts shouting her name as if she's in there with him. Like, where did you go? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. That makes no fucking sense. <laughs> Zero. And then he gets killed shortly after that. And that's just, that's uh, that's evolution. All right, that's just survival of the fittest. <laughs> the dumbest one got knocked off. I don't think Angela had anything personally even against him other than I think he said some shit uh, in the little um, they did get together they were having before uh, bed yes uh, the night prior or something like that there was a dance right yeah there was a dance he said some shit there and that's it I like to think personally in my own little head cannon for sleepaway camp she killed him because and it was an immediate decision after seeing how stupid he was <laughs> she's like you know what you're not doing anybody any favors by breathing anymore <laughs> yeah that was pretty dumb don't know if it's still gonna beat bad men though oh well oh I, I see this uh, killer with an axe just out in the background oh it's nothing no oh. Don't worry, we, we wrecked on that part enough. <laughs> I know, but I don't know if nothing's going to top that. Uh, well, you know what might top it? Uh, what was Angela's reasoning for killing all the small children in the camping or in the sleeping bags? It's best not to think about those sort of things. It, was that a line? No. Oh. 
They blamed it on bears. <laughs> Didn't they? Yeah, it was never explained at all why she did that. I guess it was just to get the kill count up. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, off-screen kill of the younger kids at uh, Camp Arawak getting murdered in their sleeping bags. Seeing as the remains that were left, it was the worst kills. Yeah. Every kill up to this point had, like, a reason behind it. Someone was being a dick or somebody, you know, was doing something they shouldn't have done. And Angela took care of it. Here, not so much. Unless off-screen kill, maybe they picked on her on off-screen what if it was a bear? Maybe it was a bear. And that's just like a thing that fucking the director never told anybody. <laughs> just off screen. Oh yeah, a bear killed these kids. <laughs> Either way, it sucks. It was terrible. You never want to see little kids getting killed. Yeah. Especially me. You already know me about little kids or babies. Yeah, you're not a fan of uh, small children no. getting killed. Y'all should have seen his reaction on that one episode of Ash vs. Evil Dead when that kid got thrown up in that fucking ceiling fan. <laughs> Mostly that was just because it was a freaking uh, unexpected. I know. He was just trying to get out. It was just... <laughs> I was like, oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> well, you were like, they didn't have to do that. And I'm like, but they did it. <laughs> oh, they did it all right. But, I mean... It made it seem like they had the camera focused on like he was about to escape. It was just, nope. If anybody wants to see a movie, though, where it is actually bears and it's really good, uh, Backcountry, it's on Shudder right now. I need to see that. Yes, you do. Holy shit. <laughs> Hogzilla, but it's bears. No, it's, it's one bear, and there's not a lot of kills in that movie, but the kill that is in that movie by a bear, holy shit. <laughs> It's really good. No little kids get killed in it, does it? Mm -mm, no. One hour later. It's a good movie, though. Saw in bare necessities. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, I just explained the whole fucking story to Backcountry. <laughs> uh, sleepaway Camp. Um, dead kids. Dead uh, kids. Fucking Mel, he's, he's had this hate boner for Ricky. And, uh, yes, that's weird. But he's had this hate boner for Ricky. He finds Ricky, starts beating the shit out of him. When you first see it, you think he actually kills him. Yeah. I, and, you know, you're meant to. Uh, this um, Where they kind of leave you to lead you to believe. Uh, he beats the, the shit out of, this, uh, out of Ricky until he's unconscious and bleeding. And uh, he walks away because I think he heard a noise or something. He walked away because he was scared. He actually thought he did kill his ass. Yeah, he walks away, and then he sees Angela while he like walks onto the archery range, and she shoots him in the neck with an arrow. Yeah, he gets shot in the neck after the his his dramatic, it can't be you, <laughs> line. You unidentifiable person. You, you, and there's a lot of that in this movie. Off, like because it, you know, it's kind of a whodunit sort of movie. And uh, we we get the overplayed you looking off camera or looking at the camera. <laughs> Another great example would be oh, what was that movie? It had uh, Tim Curry in it, a bunch of well-known actors. It was Clue. 
Clue. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Love that movie, by the way. Yeah. A lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you, it can't be. It was possible. <laughs> they actually had three endings to that movie. Yeah, I know. And they showed it after the... They're like, that's one way it could have went. Here's another way. Well, originally, it wasn't even that. It was uh, depending on where it released, you got one ending or another. Oh, so now when it shows it now, it shows them all. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have we covered all the kills? Let's see. There was the pedophile. Was it really a kill? I'm counting it. Okay. There's a pedophile. The bees. The bees. Not the bees! Uh, Meg. Julie. Or Judy. Um... We kind of mentioned the last kill, the the boy that gets decapitated. We didn't say he was decapitated, but we uh, mentioned kid, him. Guy that gets drowned. In the pool. Well, yeah, we mentioned uh, him. That, is that all? That's of it. That's that it. Is? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Justin, how many dead bodies do we have here? Twelve dead bodies. Twelve dead bodies. Yep. What do you think the lasting legacy will be of Sleepaway Camp? Well, we've already seen that. It's a cult classic movie. It wasn't huge when it came out originally, and uh, since then it's grown to be one of the most beloved movies in the horror community. Um, and Felissa Rose, all all time horror icon. Anything Felissa Rose is doing, we're we're always there for as a community, and this really cemented her her place here. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, good I legacy. I wish Felicia Rose would have been in more movies. She's, she seems like a well. Let me let me stop you. <laughs> she is always doing something. Like it is nonstop. If it's not conventions, she's working on an independent film with somebody, or you know, she she is at like up there with like Elvira and all that, just constantly staying busy. That's good. And, you know, she's on the Joe Bob Briggs last drive-in often, and usually whenever he's doing a thing, she's there too. She's going to be in, um, while we're recording this, it hasn't happened yet, um, she's going to be in Tennessee this upcoming weekend. Joe Bob's holding a uh, an event there at a drive-in in Tennessee where they're, where they're playing. I wish we could go. Oh. I really wish we, because I, I heard of it. He posted on Twitter a video of him talking about it. We're like, in Tennessee. Oh, it's at the this really big, famous drive-in movie theater. Oh, yeah, and he's holding a three-day event, um, and they're showing Halloween three there, oh. and Bubba Hotep, and there's going to be a dance party when they show Bubba Hotep. And you get to meet everybody. Joe Bob said, I will personally see to it that I shake the hands of everybody that comes through here. You know. <laughs> Damn. Darcy's going to be there. Felissa Rose is going to be there. Damn. Yeah. Of course it's going to happen when I'm on vacation. Yeah. What the fuck is this shit? Every time, <laughs> every time I go on a family vacation, there's always something going on. Yeah. I mean, I can't go either, but I wish I could. That would have been like my mission is like go there and like talk to Felissa Rose face it. Now all that's left is our official Camp Macabre anti-survivors guide. Yep. Where we do a checklist to see how this film rates uh, as a camp slasher. What was our categories? Uh, sex and nudity. Sex and nudity. Number one. 
what, what we got here, Justin, for this one? I might have to give it not a check mark. No check mark. Uh, there is some man on man, brief man on man sex in a flashback. Some ass grabbing. There's a lot of ass grabbing. There's a lot of thirsting over girls uh, with Ricky and his friend. Um, but no actual sex. Nope. Which I'm going to say, again, good in this movie because yes. it's actual teenagers playing them. Uh, the only sex really going on didn't even get to happen. That was between a 60-year-old man and an 18-year-old girl. So, so no check mark on that. All right. Uh, what was it? The kills? The kills. I'd give it a check mark. Good for creativity. I mean, we got a beehive as a weapon. Oh, my eyes! That's that's something. Beehive, boiling water, curling iron. Yeah, a lot of a lot of variety here. I just think. the curling iron all by itself <laughs> is a big ass check mark. Yeah. All right, now our killer. Give it a check mark. Absolute check mark. Angela is. Probably the greatest camp slasher this side of Crystal Lake, you know? <laughs> exactly. She makes for a great killer. If you've never seen the movie, you're probably already seeing it. You already see it coming. But uh, I'm sure it surprised some people out there. The twist isn't that Angela's the killer, though. The twist is the gender reveal. Yes. <laughs> have, that just... for, have that for your gender reveal parties. <laughs> That's actually a good idea. Sleepaway camp themed gender reveal party. <laughs> uh, should we talk about the face at the end? Creepy fucking face. Uh, Felissa Rose gets asked all the time to do that face whenever she goes to conventions or events or anything. And from what I understand, she does it every time. <laughs> Overall, are we giving uh, our killer Angela a check or an X on this one? Oh, definitely a check. The kills was creative as hell. Boiling hot water. Yep. We had bees. Bees. <laughs> we had some... Uh, Curling iron shenanigans. <laughs> we had some hoo-ha damage. <laughs> the old classics, uh, knife stabs in the shower. Uh, and a decapitation. And you love your decapitations. <laughs> and we ended it on a decapitation. Angela gets a check for me. <laughs> Definitely. Alright, so... Uh, drugs and alcohol. Our next category for Sleepaway Camp. Don't really remember seeing any uh, drugs or alcohol. Uh, the only thing I remember is cigarettes and cigars. Yeah, Mel's chain-smoking cigars through this whole thing. I think one of, some of the cooks were smoking cigarettes. Yeah. But I don't know if... I wouldn't count that as drugs. So, especially in these older movies, people smoked as much as they breathed. So Back then, you could smoke anywhere. Yeah. So Smoke in front of your kids, it's fine. Smoke them if you got them. You got them in a schoolyard, yeah, go ahead and smoke. <laughs> you in a restaurant, definitely smoke. Uh, you just ate, you gotta have some, some smoke now. Hell, I remember as a kid being at restaurants, they even had ashtrays just sitting there on the damn tables. Yeah, I remember that shit. What a time. Remember, they said, as soon as you go to a restaurant, you want to go sit in the non-smoking section or the smoking section? It didn't fucking matter. I went, you still smelt cigarette smokes wherever that, you went. That shit started to change in, like, the early 2010s. Because I remember 
coming back from Afghanistan and I went to a waffle house and lit up a cigarette <laughs> and uh, the late the lady was like uh, sir sir I'm like yeah she's like you can't smoke that in here and I was like oh oh when did that happen and like, this it's a new law you can't do that indoors like anywhere I'm like oh shit okay she's like, I'll let you finish that one but when, when you're done <laughs> don't do that again at least she was nice to let you finish your your smoke. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no drugs or alcohol in sleepaway camp. Nice clean, nice good, and clean. Nice clean and a good time. So X. <laughs> uh, we don't like healthy campers. No. They must be intoxicated. <laughs> intoxicated, drunk, high. Yep. All right, for our final. Uh, segment on our official Camp Macabre anti-survival guide. Our final girl. Uh, Justin, who the fuck's our final girl? We got a choice between Ricky and Angela. Angela's our killer. Ricky survives. But a lot of the kids survive in this camp. Well, not the little kids. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you a basic answer for that question. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> All right. So as far as Ricky, he caused problems the whole time. He was helicopter cousin over Angela. He just talked shit. He had good lines though. Eat uh, shit and live. Yeah, a damn good baseball player. Very well portrayed. Him being protective over his cousin. Yeah, but is he a good final girl? He got kind of the hell beat out of him at the end, and he was out of commission. So and it wasn't even the killer. Nope. I'm going to give Ricky an X. But if we want to talk as Angela as our final girl, she gets an X too. <laughs> She's been killing everybody. <laughs> so, X. X on final girls. So, creepy old men. All right, yeah. Next category, creepy old men. Uh, this is getting a check mark, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah, we got pedophiles here. Pedophiles. Male. Now, yeah, now... Originally, when I came up with the category for creepy old men, it was because of... I based it off of Crazy Ralph. If if we're going to get a guy who's going to be like, you're all doomed. But for this movie, we're going to do... We're going to make it actually creepy, guys. Um, the guys who say, and there's no such thing as too young. That tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> Yeah, uh, this gets the biggest check mark in this category out of any movie, I think. <laughs> I think we need to give it the double check mark. Uh, if we could, we would. And we can. We're both giving it a check mark. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the, the old man in here are really creepy. Mel is banging an 18-year-old who I'm just going to assume she just turned 18, too, and this has been going on. <laughs> I don't really want to know. Yeah, me either. Um, the cooks talking about how they want to get with the girls who haven't even hit puberty yet. Uh, let's let let let's move on. <laughs> what have we got X's on so far? Almost everything. So we got a check mark on creepy old guys and our killer. That's it. And an X on premarital sex and nudity and drugs and alcohol and final girls. Yep. 
Uh, so, so far, this amazing film uh, only gets two checks and three X's, making it a failure, <laughs> according to our anti-survival guide. And uh, don't worry, that's not really saying anything about Sleepaway Camp. That's really saying how poorly we did our rating system. because Because yes. this movie's great. <laughs> yeah. I'm starting to see a flaw in our system. Yeah. <laughs> and that... Is Sleepaway Camp. Final thoughts? Hell of a great movie. Can't wait to see it again one day. I'll always remember it as being one of the biggest twists in horror movie history. This is the movie that made me decide to do Sleep... Or Sleepaway... Uh, Camp Macabre is all kind of centered around this. I watch it like every summer. Camp Arawak. Camp Arawak. I go, I go back every summer just to be surprised by the beheading of a boy <laughs> at the end. I think I have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the most brutal thing you can do, right? Other than like finger stuff and toenail stuff. (laughs) I hate, I can't stand seeing like fingernail and toenail stuff. Oh, so you didn't like the ring video then? Yeah, that's what gets under my skin. Yeah. So, Justin, do you have any uh, closing camp advice for our campers out there? At Camp Macabre. Camp. If a tree falls in the woods and nobody hears it, does it really fall? That's a question. I know. (laughs) Does a bear shit in the woods? Yes, it does. Okay. Always camp near a river. That's where all the salmon is, and that's where you want to be. Good luck. I don't know. I'm trying to come up with something. If you run out of toilet paper, make sure you don't use a pine cone. And if you do use a pine cone, make sure to rub it in some fresh poison ivy first. Good night, everybody.